Greetings, we're the ladies of SCC, and this is Rewind. On this show, we revisit a year in music's past. Moving forward every month, we'll be visiting the following year in music and pop culture history. This time around, we're going back to 1950, and next month we'll visit 1951, and so on and so forth. So what was happening in 1950? One of the worst tragedies that occurred in 1950 America was the Great Appalachian Storm, a devastating weather event that impacted nearly every state in the eastern U.S., from the New England area all the way down south to Florida. The storm emerged as powerful as nor'easter, resulting from the merging of two separate weather systems. Over a period of five days, heavy snowfall combined with hurricane-force winds to create blizzard-like conditions across large parts of the eastern United States. The storm claimed the lives of at least 160 people, and it caused economic damage, mounting to millions of dollars, not to mention those thousands of people left homeless. Truly, the only good that came out of this horrific event were the reforms in emergency response and infrastructure development. 1950 also marked the beginning of the Korean War. North Korea invaded South Korea, and America joined the fight. The war claimed more than 30,000 American soldiers and millions of Korean civilians. It's important to understand what was going on in the world back then, because music is usually a reaction or a reflection of what is going on. Most of the popular music had a very discernible, melancholic, or yearning sentiment. We assume that this was a yearning for more peaceful times. In 1950, Billboard had four main charts, the retail sales, sheet music sales, jukebox song selection, and radio play. Additionally, it had a couple of specialty charts like best-selling rhythm and blues, which is now the hot R&B and hip-hop songs, and best-selling country and western records, which is now the hot country song chart. In this podcast, we'll be covering pop, country, and R&B. First, let's start with the country charts. Hank Snow had a smash hit with I'm Moving On. Spending time on all three country music charts, retail, jukebox, and radio, or jockey, as it was called back then. It was the hillbilly poet Hank Williams who dominated jukeboxes across America, charting multiple hits throughout the year, like this one.
Back to 1950, a pop culture note, the World Series was won by the New York Yankees who defeated the Philadelphia Phillies in a thrilling six-game series. However, what made this particular World Series most notable was not necessarily the outcome, but rather the performance of the Yankee Clipper. Of course, I'm talking about Joe DiMaggio. DiMaggio, widely regarded as one of the greatest baseball players of all time, delivered an exceptional performance during the series, showcasing his incredible skills on both offense and defense. Yes, in Game 2, DiMaggio nobly hit two home runs to lead the Yankees in a victory. Moreover, his defense skills in center field was on full display throughout the series as he effortlessly tracked down fly balls and made impressive catches that left everyone in awe. DiMaggio's dominant presence in the World Series further solidified his status as an iconic figure in baseball history. Heading over to the pop chart, known in 1950 as the bestsellers chart, the number one pop song in 1950 came by way of the Weavers. They were a New York folk quartet. The song was Goodnight Irene. It was released a year after the death of the songwriter blues musician Huddy William Ledbetter, famously known as Leadbelly. The song is a heartbreaking ballad of unrequited love. Let's go ahead and listen to original Leadbelly version. Keep it coming. Irene, good night. 
you gonna do? I'm gonna change. I'm all fit and die. She said, go ahead and kill yourself then. Wow, those old timers could really lay it down. Love it. Yes, they really could. More pop culture. The price of gas was about 21 cents, which wow. is the equivalent <laughs> of 340 right now. Oh, okay. The average cost of a house in 1950 was 7,354. That equals $93,602 and 8 cents, by the way. <laughs> and families were riding to their house in a Crossley station wagon. It was the most popular vehicle in 1950 and heralded the golden age of the automobile. Crossley was not part of the Michigan group of auto manufacturers, they were kind of an outliers, a small firm from Cincinnati that were in operations from 1939 to 1952. They were founded by Powell Crossley Jr. They backed away from manufacturing cars during World War II to help manufacture munitions, among other things. Consequently, when the post-war auto boom happened, pressing competition from Michigan, they were not able to meet the demand and close shop. Go Lions! Go Lions! <laughs> the Lions are one playoff, I'm sorry, <laughs> but the Lions are one playoff <laughs> game away from the Super Bowl. Go Lions! I hope you make it. By the way, um, they coined the uh, term sport utility way back in 1947. We're talking about Crossley Automobile. The top R&B song for 1950 was Pink Champagne by Joe Liggins and his Honey Drippers, which was his last chart topper. 1950 was also the the first year Ruth Brown topped the charts. She was one of the pioneers who shaped and defined the R&B genre during its early years. She was born in 1928 in Portsmouth, Virginia. Her powerful voice earned her titles such as the Queen of R&B and Miss Rhythm. She began her career as a teenager with Atlantic Records in the 1940s and was the label's biggest star. As a matter of fact, some historians say that Atlantic Records was built by Ruth Brown. Let's hear her first chart topper, Teardrops From My Eyes.
The top grossing movie in 1950 was Samson and Delilah, directed by the legendary Cecil B. DeMille. It starred Victor Mature and Hedy Lamour, who coincidentally is credited with creating the technology that is used in wireless communications. Amazing. 1950 marked the end of the golden age of Hollywood and the beginning of the golden age of the automobile, country music, and America as the economy tickled upwards and workers started moving to boom towns as they were called for jobs and dreams of homeownership. Yeah, next month we'll explore the music and times of 1951. But for now, we'll leave you with the only recording artist to have three top five pop hits in 1950, with two being chart toppers. We're talking about the Ames Brothers. This is Can Anyone Explain? Have a great rest of your month. Bye Bye for now. now. Can anyone explain the thrill of a kiss? No. But when two eager lips are pressed against yours, you'll know, yes, you'll know. Can anyone explain the glow of romance? No, no, no. But when it's you I adore, you know, yes, you know, and you will find to give love a start, don't think with your mind, just feel with your heart, can anyone explain the wonder Sharing a sigh, we know, yes, we Reserved.